Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up guys, welcome to episode 51 of Geekscape, this is the weekly reviews and news show in the world of movies, video games, and comics. Uh, every week I have a new co-host with me, um, somebody that I, I'm like, you know what, you're qualified as a geek. Come on Geekscape and tell the Geekscape is why you're qualified and uh, throw out your individual opinion. Uh, we're at episode 51, uh, next episode we got our end of the year, I don't even know if it's a special or not, you guys got a picnic so shut your mouths. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, it's like the dad that won't drive the extra mile to go, like to the real restaurant. You kids are getting dumb. I mean, like, like what? What would I do for episode fifty-two? Honestly, just uh, just I would just have like a round, round, round robin. You know what I was thinking? Right? You know, t- today I have I have a lot of uh, revelations come to me as a, I'm urinating, and I was sitting there peeing it, and I was like. What do I do for episode 53? Maybe episode 53 should be episode 51 and I'll just do a countdown like they do in the DC Comics. <laughs> oh, it's a clip <laughs> show? Like, a, just a countdown. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, I, we'll I think, go through I think, some crisis. I think we should have Ian back. Ian should Because he was, like, the first co-host. He was the first co-host. And, um... I don't know. Like we can take inventory of the year that we had. I was, I was sitting right over there in episode one. But, uh, I don't, I don't really like clip shows. I think they're... Tacky? Boring. Tacky, lazy. T- t- lazy, just kind of mean to the audience. Yeah. They're disrespectful <laughs> to just, the just people kinda like, who show up Just kind of like, I don't have time for you. Just like the person who thinks they're not good enough yeah. to talk to you, or you're not good enough to talk to on like AIM or some shit. And trust me, like, we will all be busy <laughs> soon enough, and oh. there will be all sorts of corners. Well, that's what the clip show is for. You're too busy to do stuff, you throw a clip show together. Right. Um, Phil here works in television. Uh, we met, like, uh, back in the spring. I think so. I was still working at Current. You came in uh, as a director, and I was like, hey, you should, should shoot, shoot some stuff for Current. I ended up leaving the job, 
I've recently shot some things for current, and I ended up have not <laughs> shooting anything for current. No, I feel terrible. You know what? I, I, I shot I shot a piece on the writer strike, and then I shot another piece on uh, the two dudes who did Raiders of the Lost Ark when they were like thirteen. Oh, the shot for shot. I've yeah. not seen this, but I've heard of it. I might have a copy. Oh, um, but they told me they were like Jonathan. You do not make copies. You do not put it into a computer. We are giving this to you as a gift. Uh, it's like a holy grail of geekdom is having a copy of the the remake of. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, I think we've all made versions of movies that we loved as a kid. I made yeah. Terminator Three. You direct as well, Conan. Like, like, like when you're, you, what were some of the things that you did that were like your influential movies? That oh, like God. when you were going through film school or when you were testing out with cameras and stuff. I started making films in fifth grade, and it was always like um, my friend, very one of my best friends, is very. Um, and a very waspy, very conservative kind of family. Yeah. Then you had, or very quiet. Then you have my family, which is Catholic and kind of insane. So we'd come over, and we, <laughs> and our form of communication is something like, pass the fucking butter, <laughs> you know. And and so he's like, oh my god, no one really quite knows how to handle my family. So we made shorts called the Italian Family, where we'd, it'd be a very normal setting, like you know, can I have, can I have the butter? And then and then all of a sudden it'd be something like, can I have the butter? And then it would go into, and then we'd fight. And so then we'd go into double speed, and we'd fight all these crazy, you know, skits. And, and you were, we, like, the fifth grade? It's like, grade, fifth, sixth, seventh grade. We made, we made remakes of Terminator and Conan. We made a 21-minute 21 21 version of Halloween. Oh, uh, yeah, they're at my friend's house, actually, in Redlands. We oh, would, man, we got we to gotta show these to the audience. The audience would fr- we flip did a, out. We did a 21-minute version of Halloween remake. Or we wow. shot over two, 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 two Halloween. We shot one. Where I died, and then in the next summer we continued it from the shot where I was supposed to die. Uh, <laughs> it was so much fun. You, I mean, you, you played you played uh, Michael Myers. No, no, no. Well, I played Michael Myers. Yeah, I played Michael Myers. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't have the we didn't have the Michael Myers ma- my, the, the mask. We used a skull mask. Instead. That's funny as hell. Uh, it was a lo- and we used we <laughs> totally plagiarized the, the score from uh, John Carpenter. We didn't know anything about rights back then. Uh, sold it in Indonesia, made millions of dollars. Oh. Well, they don't have- because they don't have rights. Exactly. Don't, the, the people don't po- have rights. <laughs> That's why we love the country, even in Indonesia. Um. So yeah. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. But but one thing when you came in and we met, uh, I remember uh, you were talking about um, the website that you did. Oh. Drag- uh, what is it? Yeah, it's not ready though, right? Well, it's it's uh, people can see it. It's more of like a pitching tool. Um, what is it? It's called Dragonfire and about. I don't know, in 97, uh, after my first year of, of college, I started coming up with an idea for a fantasy, even though I'd never read a fantasy book. I was mostly into sci-fi, and I was reading an article about Star Wars, because I think at that time, Lucas had just begun yeah, the, pr- the production and prequels, and so I, I was fascinated. There was still and, time to stop them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we, we knew then that it all needed to end, so... Uh, so he mentioned Joseph Campbell's Hero, uh, Hero with a Thousand Faces, mm-hmm. which is w- how we structured Star Wars. And I thought, well, I'd like to read that. And so I read that, and then I started reading Norse mythology, Japanese mythology, Greek mythology. And, and, I, and wow. I was kind of disappointed there wasn't any really big hero movies or hero stories anymore. And I've always been This really is before fascinated. the big fantasy movement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like if you'd have known mm-hmm. then that like fantasy was going to be fucking huge, you probably yeah. would have busted your ass and popped out a screenplay. I wish I could have. <laughs> uh, so I ended up starting writing it in 97, and I tried to make it my senior thesis, failed. Wait, um, you tried to make, a, like, a fantasy yeah, I epic? Made, yeah. Your senior thesis. That's yeah, ambitious. Well, I wanted, uh, I've always been kind of the guy who probably 
Did you make Wizards of the Lost Kingdom? No, 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 no. My, my eyes are bigger than my stomach usually is what happens. This is a horrible movie. I have seen, I have no, I've never heard of this movie, but I, I now have we Wizards saw, of the Lost Kingdom. Uh, after our picnic, we had a gauntlet where we all went over to Ben's house and we watched the worst movies I could find over the span of a night. And the first one I started them off with was a woozy. Quite, quite the doozy is uh, Wizards of the Lost Kingdom. It's... Just fucking horrible. After that, everything else seems like fine. It's yeah, like, everything's good. To die is a good film. Yeah, after that, everything <laughs> seems really good. Um, Life Matter Space is the greatest movie. So, you, so you ended up making this, not making it? I ended up shooting a test for it. The idea was, we, we just the our test. school had just received silicon graphics machines, but nobody knew how to use them. I, I used to go to the co- well. I went to the College of Santa Fe, okay. New Mexico. We just, our computer lab just got upgraded. No one knew how to use this machinery, and I, I decided I wanted to get some people together to try to make it. So I assembled uh, a, a computer whiz and some, uh, you know, cinematographer, and, and story, we storyboarded the scene. It was only like a five to ten page idea, and I was going to shoot it in stills and then and animate stills that we were going to shoot with computer animation. And we ended up shooting a test, and I pitched the idea to my senior thesis. Now, now I, w- I want to predicate the fact that I went to a liberal arts school. So yeah. when, I, when, I, when I pitched this idea to the class roundtable, now I'll sit down like... Mm. No, I think my father molested me. Yes. It's a lot more important. Exactly. Uh, Phil, we, we think this is an excuse for an, an action scene, and we don't really see any story here. And I was like, well, I'm going to make it anyway. Right. And so I ended up writing, doing all these tests and got a loan for it, and ended up only proceeding as far as the test. Anyways, the teacher... Didn't like it. No one liked it. So I because it was an action scene. It was a, it was very like epic scale. No one. God forbid ever, you do something you know, commercial. Everyone, you yeah. do something with your life. Exactly. Everyone wanted to see like how my life is so tortured and yeah. oh god and so you know. Anyways, um, it's like LeBeard. It's the, skit, the skit that we did last week. So I continued writing it for ten years or so. Jesus Christ! I didn't stop. So I got a. I wrote, and then you built this website oh where you can see like the different examples, yeah. The different character f- designs and yeah. Well, I wrote a feature which got lost when my computer crashed. So then I wrote a pilot and a Bible, and I wrote, I had conceptual art done. Wait a second, you said did you say you wrote a Bible? It's called a Bible. Yeah, it's a Bible. Okay, yeah. TV. It's called a Bible. Okay, yeah. See, I'm sorry, a, I'm a layman. No, no. So well, for all of us who don't know, I did start writing a creation myth for the entire world, but then I stopped realizing I was getting too obsessed. <laughs> I figured I had I a like, beard. I had to stop. The seventh planets were born. Exactly. It was, uh, <laughs> it's somewhere. It's somewhere, and like the, I have like this much material. <laughs> the spark of life. <laughs> so I try to get it sold now, and we had a chance of making are, a are video you, game. Are you trying to do it? You're still trying to do yeah, it. Yeah, we put up a website at theonehero.com mm-hmm. because dragonfire.net cost $100,000. Jesus So I bought, I bought theonehero.com for like 10 bucks. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> and, then, uh, so, um, and then we put it up. We had a flash designer do the, the website. And the website looks cool, man. It, it's cool. And it's, I don't know if you want to hear any of the story. And I don't, I don't want to keep talking yeah. about myself. Because uh, I, I, I want to hear about what you guys do. Because I didn't have a chance to watch any of the, uh, the, the episodes, the episodes? Yet. Oh, It's basically the view for geeks. Uh, we just sit around and, uh, and we talk. Isn't the roof is wonderful? Uh, we sit on the couch and we just jam. Uh, I saw a couple movies. and uh, I saw a fantasy movie this week. Uh, I went and saw Enchanted with Laura. I wanted to see that. How was that? It, Enchanted is actually pretty good. That's what I keep for like, hearing. For like a, a date movie, if you guys uh, manage to get a date and um, you want something light, go see Enchanted. Um, it's not going to blow your mind, but it's something that's, you know, like like when uh, one of our listeners 
called and goes, hey, man, I took your advice and I went to take my first date to see Gone Baby Gone. It's like, yeah, it's a kidnapping movie. That's... <laughs> Not what I oh, we took my girlfriend to see Irreversible. It was yeah, great. Was <laughs> <laughs> she was really into me after that. I saw Audition. Um, then I showed her my silver underwear and it was on. I was like, hey, That's man, awesome. I thought you could be into uh, Mike. <laughs> that would be the worst oh. possible. I think you, you didn't even say it, day. but you would, I think you just named possibly the worst film that you could bring to someone on a first date. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I, but I want to. It's pretty harsh. Fucking rape, someone gets... Yeah. Oh, with the with the fire hydrant. So or, uh, the on the flip side explosion. of that world is Enchanted. Uh, Enchanted has like Amy Adams, Patrick Dempsey in it, um, James Marsden, Susan Sarandon, and uh, basically it starts out in like a cartoon Disney World. And uh, James Marsden's prince character is uh, the the stepson of the queen. She wants to keep her crown, which she will lose if he finds a bride. And so you meet this uh, this little you know kind of Snow Whiteish character living out in the middle of the woods. And, uh, you know, they meet each other, they fall in love, they're going to get married the next day. She can't have that because then she loses her crown. So um, the, uh, the plot turns into um, the evil queen sending her to our world. And um, here we are. Gilmore, you shouldn't, shouldn't have given the dog the bottle. It's really loud and annoying. Just rip it. Rip wow, it. he is holding on to that thing. Yeah, and you, you put it on top of the... T- yeah, there you go. There you go. Sorry Stop. about that. So so basically, um, they end up in our world, and, uh, you know, the, the pursuit ensues, you know? And it's basically a pretty clever movie about uh, all these, you know... <laughs> Gilmore, you ruined it. Can you put them in there? That's my fault. He's Close got, it. Like, get the plastic thing. It means a lot to him. Put it, let him go. I'm sorry, that that was my fault. That was my empty bottle. No, it's fine. Gilmore? I'll I'll take care of it. Okay, Gilmore's gonna take care of it. But uh, I thought the movie was enjoyable. It's light. It's uh, Disney fair, I guess, is like the way you would call it, which is what you call things. That's Disney fair. Yeah, it's Disney fair. It literally is 100% Disney fair. And it works. Well, it's from Disney, isn't it? Yeah, but but no, it's, it's about Disney. Disney. It's, it's, like, like, it's all Disney. Yeah. It's, like, how can we find a way to cross promote ourselves to such a vomiting degree? Yeah, I mean, it revamps a lot of the stuff that you loved. So you know, Gilmore. Was after, it like Into the Woods, except for a modern kind of right. setting. Yeah, it was really it was it was a sweet movie, and I think Amy Adams is very attractive, so it was okay to watch. Yeah, you know, she was cute. Does anyone cheat on James Marsden? Does anybody cheat on James Marsden? James Marsden is the Baxter in every he, he freaking movie. He is like Hollywood. He is like a, a science fiction's movie's favorite cuckold. Yeah, he he. James Marsden's the guy who literally will always lose the girl. <laughs> yes. You know, he, he plays Cyclops. He's cornbread, dude. He gets- He's just like straight <laughs> up spicy cornbread or regular cornbread. That's Bread, as a, regular yeah, as you regular, get okay, cornbread. And two really major like films: like, an X X three yeah. and Superman Returns. Bitches cheat on him. Do you think he cries after every role he has? Because it's because it's well, well, dude, yeah. don't forget the Notebook. He lost a girl in the Notebook. Oh Love my god! Yeah, I, I, the really, Notebook. I, I this one, it's like, Jesus, yeah, he man. he's the freaking dude stepped left at the at the he's the dude left at the um, altar. That's such a shitty thing to be like yeah. typecast as. Like you look like you couldn't keep. He's a like, woman. damn you, Hollywood, and disturbing behavior. I was the lead. <laughs> 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 I was also eighteen. Um, yeah, so the movie's fun if you guys are looking for something light before like you start getting onslaughts of Oscar movies uh, in December. 
This is definitely the very serious movies. Mm-hmm. What was what was the other movie that was kind of like that? It was um, with Claire Danes and she plays the falling star. It was broken very down oh, yeah. Um, was it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I, I said uh, broken down palace, but that's not it. No, no, no. <laughs> um, there's another the fucking you know, that was another fantasy in, in movie. Um, yeah, the um, Stardust. Stardust. Yeah, that was kind of another very lighthearted. It was. It was kind of cute. Oh, I got sent this movie from our PR. Like we have a PR company that sends us movies. Where is that thing that I put up here? This one. Uh, it's a Japanese movie called Midnight Eagle. Uh, it's about this. Um, he he's like a photographer, like a war zone photographer. The movie opens in like the Middle East, and this Japanese guy. There's rubble everywhere, and he gets up out of the rubble, and he sees a little kid standing in the doorway, a little Middle Eastern kid. And he goes over and he gives him like a candy bar, and the kid is just watching, right? And he's like, you know, stay where you are. Like people are starting to like assemble help, and as he walks, uh, like a truck passes him, and uh, and they say, incoming, and he hits the ground and looks at the kid still standing in the doorway. It uh, there's an explosion. Kid's still standing there. Second explosion. He looks. He just sees the candy bar laying on the ground next to a bunch of rubble. Flash forward to him in a totally different area. He's up in like the uh, the Japanese Alps, and Japanese Alps. He's up in the middle of the mountains. <laughs> in, 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 that's what it says. It's, it literally says the Japanese Alps. I don't even know a better way of describing. I just he's love in, it. He's in these mountains. And uh, he notices these strange lights, and he gets out of his tent and notices these lights. And uh, Japanese Himalayas. And meanwhile, they, they, you know, like like you see a base, and they scramble fighters and stuff. And they look up, and uh, it's like a UFO or something. You don't know what it is, but it goes down in the mountains. He knows where it is, so he gets a friend of his and says, "Listen, I know where this thing is." His friend works in the newspaper, wants to know, and uh, the two of them go up into the mountains to try and beat the two army teams. And some northern Asians who are like, you know, also racing for it. They start getting shot at. There's a secondary storyline with like his ex-wife that I didn't find as compelling, but um, you know, it takes its time. This movie, okay. and you would think that a movie like that would be pretty high concept, mm-hmm. race to the thing in the mountains, but there's a lot of stretch narrative, yeah. which you know you find in a lot of Asian yeah. cinema, right? Well, yeah, I just saw what was it, uh, Lust Caution. Oh yeah, that's the one that It's an Ang Lee movie? Yeah, it's a new Ang Lee film I just saw it last night with the composer um, It was good It's good, you know the thing is though it's Nothing was very surprising in it Except right. the tons of sex That you see in it oh, It's right. like, this is kind of good This is, is sexy Is dude on dude or is he over that phase? Well, he's kind of over that at this point I'm sure he'll come back to it eventually But it was just At some point it was so long And just nothing was surprising about it And it was kind of moody and it was kind of a cool throwback to noir, except in Shanghai. And and he's a pretty meticulous director, but I just kind of thought I wanted to see something really exciting come right. out of it. And I don't know. Did you see this Gone Baby Gone? I, I did not that see Gone Baby Gone. You, you, yeah, that one's good. And then Old Country, No Country. That was good. intense. Um, well, the ending was a bit. I like the American strange. Gangster. American Gangster is kind of like the movie you'd expect it to be by numbers. With all the ones that are coming out, though, that's American Gangster. Do you think that's going to be one of the Oscar ones? Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. New Francis Ford Coppola looks pretty sick. Uh, it's about freaking time, Francis, because they well, uh, snake eyes. So what was it called? Uh, youth Mission before Mars. youth. Yeah, youth without that's youth. Without youth. That's diploma. But, oh, but diploma. what has he done since Jack? I don't think anything, right? Coppola. 
What's he done? Wasn't it? Didn't he do Jack, that like, blew my mind. I did the Rainmaker. The oh. Rainmaker, right? That was yeah. it. Yeah. When I when I was uh, when I was you know going through He's my little wine. like let's watch all what? the movies. Made wine. Yeah. When I was watching all that, uh, going through that little phase, like let's watch all the movies I need to watch. You know, like was watching you yeah. know The Godfather. I was watching all those. Apocalypse you know, Apocalypse Now. now yeah. All those. It was just like okay, Francis Ford Coppola was like uh, Jack. Yeah. Really? Well, and then he recently called out really? like Robert De Niro and and. Uh, yeah. And Jack Nicholson and and Al um, and Al Pacino saying like they used to be actors they used to push themselves I'm like Jack <laughs> Jack <laughs> you don't get to talk anymore yeah. okay yeah. you gave that write up in 1997 well, I, I think he gave that write up after a fair or one from the heart one from the heart. What was that? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that was right after Godfather two or three. I think it was like this wow. twenty-eight. Mil- it's the movie that he he opened Zotrope Studios with, and it's the only movie he made because it killed Zotrope Studios. Really? It was a twenty-eight million dollar budget in like eighty-two or something, and That's it just a lot. Damn. Yeah, and it completely completely devastated the studio, and that was it. That, that was that was the turning point turning point for for Coppola. I think. Wow. Went oh. from the heart. Um. We got some movie news. What, what's what's in, what's in news? We were talking about the casting of this Australian model. Uh, Australian supermodel. She's a supermodel for supermodel woman and the George Miller. I guess her going, name is uh, Megan Gale. Megan Gale. Uh, there's movie pictures online if you want to do a little <coughs> Google search. Not uh, as hot as Megan Fox. Not as hot Ooh, as Megan Fox. I don't Fox. know. Check from Transformers. I think that they're on the Over even. Here. I think they're on an even playing field. Uh-uh. Um, and uh, I like uh, you know I, I like this casting. I still think that uh, I think it's great casting. But I mean, once again, I, like you often say, I think it's just pouring sprinkles on shit. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the it's still shit. I remember exactly. with, with this writer strike, they were talking that the script wasn't finished. This JLA script, like they needed a, another writer or, or this or that. Really. But it looks like now that they're casting this and that the the Batman that um, they're casting Bruce Wayne. It looks like so they're, they're doing two forward. two Batmans. Yeah, they've got this dark. They got the dark knight, the, the, the Christopher Nolan, and then they got this JLA Batman. They got this bullshit fucking Smallville ass. They, they, thing they don't want to make them the out. same. Is know? it a TV series or is it a movie? The JLA is a. It's going to be a film. It's, it's George Miller. It's a film. That sounds really stupid. Seems, Were you going to say boring? It seems. Like it just seems like counter. Like you have a like franchise. Yeah, you want the franchise to go in a particular direction. You want you know you want a particular vision with how you want this represented, not confusing or conflicting ideas. It's just demographic. It's just like the discomfort demographic. Yeah. Come out of it. It's a good point. A little bit. It's a good point. Demographic. That is a good point. Demographic. It's just like, well, everyone's for older Dark Knight. That's cool because then they could start making superhero movies like Dark Knight and maybe the way that Iron Man looks where they're maybe a little more adult slash, you know, 90s action oriented and less for kids. Yeah. Um, I think that's really why Edgar Wright should do his Ant-Man soon. Because well, everything's skewing so older, yeah. And 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 when they when somebody gets a comic book script, they're like, okay, how are we gonna make this realistic and older? And this and like, I still think that the mask was a really enjoyable movie. You know, the the that was a comic book. Like, he's let's, doing. Let's Scott. have some fun movies. He's doing you know? Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim would be yeah, that's cool. Edgar Wright is doing. But it. as far as like superhero movies go, there's okay. such, there's like such a trend with Hollywood to like make things realistic and 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 I think. Taking like an enchanted or Roger Ro- or like rabbit approach, and saying you know what like let's have fun. Yeah, but that yeah that's well, that's there's, Roger there's, Rabbit. There's a couple few characters you can do that with. Yeah. though, you know what I mean. That's true, but those are always my favorite things, and like my dream to someday write something like that, something like Batman the Animated Series, where it's like it's superhero stuff and it's for everybody, but it's not dumbed down. 
and they're really, really well written, just well crafted stories. But it's not, you know, it's not something like Masking Fantastic Four, where like you have I stretch. Think, I, I actually think I think Fantastic Four had missed the, the opportunity to be a family film that wasn't dumbed down because it was a family film. It was more along the lines of the. I mean, literally, like I'm an executive sitting there, and somebody's like Jonathan. We ha- we own the Fantastic Four. Let's turn that into some cash. Let's move it forward. I'll be like, let me make a phone call. Boop, boop, boop. Hi, Brad Bird. Listen, I know you already made The Incredibles, but I really am going to throw a lot of money at you. And you <laughs> to at least write me Fantastic Four. I'm going to drive a truck up to your house. everything you did in The Incredibles, but I need you to do it again with real people. And we'll find a director. Uh, but I need you to really knock this script out of the park. Because I think that one had the same... That was a well, Fantastic yeah. Four movie. Has Brad Bird even had a, a loss in the last ten years? He did Ratatouille. Uh, the Iron Giant was a loss because. I, but by loss, I mean Iron not good. I mean because everything no, he's done he's has been incredible. This next one's going to be live action, so. We'll I see. love the Iron Giant. That's one of my favorite films. It's fantastic. That's Fantastic so Four can be summed up just by doing this. Fantastic Four can be summed up in a lot of ways. Um, a lot of a lot of single syllable words like shit. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of Batman. Yeah, Batman, uh, Gilmore passed me some news that um, Christian a, Bale... It, it seems like a rumor. ...might be doing McGee's reinterpret uh, like, second trilogy. You know how the Terminator, they're doing the second trilogy? Terminator Salvation. It's Terminator Salvation. The this future is like, begins. The future begins, right? Like, we talked about it on the on the. But I thought the future week. was already written. Maybe. <laughs> what? In the third one, remember, he couldn't change the future because it was already set in stone. <laughs> So this one, the, that future which is written, begins. I think the title should be Terminator 4 Kinda 1. Well, the future that was written now begins. Sit down. Well, that's like Hollywood. <laughs> I think that would like, be a good ignore, title. Because this title sucks. Well, but, that's like uh, my friend was talking about the Halloween films. And, and guess what? McGee is bringing you this future that has begun and that was written prior with uh, Nick Stahl. Well, no, that's like right. the Halloween films where it's like, okay, everything that happened in part one and two for part three, forget about all that, forget about all that. Then we go to part four, part three, forget about part three, it's yeah. all about part one and two. Then we go to film seven, it's all about part three and four and one. Yeah. So, and some of two. So this one, they've got they got a cast of John Connor. The rumor is that it's Christian Bale. Uh, Christian, if you're listening to me, take the money and run. Don't listen <laughs> to the geeks. Because right now, when I said that, all these geeks go... Damn you, Christian Bale! You were a hero to me. I will disown you. Take the money, run, and then buy yourself some holes. You know what? Fuck that shit. He doesn't need the money. He's Batman. You know how much money he's probably getting for that? Yeah. Exactly. Don't take the money. Look, there's nothing wrong with more money, though. Do you really need that money? Rufus, come here. It's like having more time. You gonna say don't take more time? Yeah. Well, because I mean, with that, I mean, you have uh, all this. Where's your mic? That's right here. Yeah, your mic is going. Your oh, mic is going down. Your sorry. Is that good? Yeah. yeah. Your mic's a perv. Is, is that okay? Yeah. You want me to just put it on the front of your shirt, like this? Whatever. So that's yeah. Yeah. All right. That's good. So, um, Rufus, come here. Get away from our light. Uh, so that's the that that's news so far. And, uh, all this DC movie shit. Um, DC movies, I'm down with. Joker. Oh thing? yeah! Let Official me show you guys thing. a picture from uh, Empire Magazine in the UK. Look, look at this. Look at those socks. I think it looks pretty awesome. I think the socks look pretty cool. I think it works. I would wear those socks with those shoes. I think Jack Nicholson's kind of like, oh wait, somebody else can play this. I kind of like how they no, paint not, him in makeup and put not, his face to a sand belter. Did or you read that? Yeah, I read that Jack Nicholson that? was like, like, I'm kind of angry because I played myself as the Joker. Someone else. He's like, 
he played the Joker doing an impression of himself. Like, I think Jack Nicholson's one of those actors where you get a great performance out of him, but he does kind of play a version of himself, like, in every I think that's a lot of actors. I don't know. He was pretty awesome in Batman. I mean, yeah, granted, it's kind of... The movie should have been but, called The Joker. But the movie's very stylized. Right. The movie's very stylized. Like, it's, it's, it's Tim Burton. It's extremely stylized, and so his performance is so weird that it... <laughs> Works. Uh, look, do you disagree? You can come on up here Rufus and get on camera disagrees. if you want. <laughs> Rufus definitely disagrees. Um, yeah, I mean, the Tim Burton movies didn't do anything for me. Yeah, because Christopher Nolan's like about when I was gritty. eleven, they did something for me. But now looking at the Tim Burton movies, I was like, these movies just, you know, a lot of Tim Burton movies seem like really even Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, Edward Scissorhands like a it's like a dance, you know what I mean? It's like watching somebody waltz. It's like it's like pretty, but like what else is there to it? You know what I mean? Scissorhands is he made that one movie in that tone, then he's like, hey, that works, and then he did like he basically did that for the rest of his. I found what'll work. I I'm gonna give golf kids more things to dress up as on Fridays. It's like Mr. Burton. Thank you for emo. Yeah. Like Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. I don't want to see. I, I, it, I, I don't know. I think it looks pretty pretty cool. Laura wants to see it. I don't want to I see it. I, I want to see a good musical. It has a half-assed marketing campaign, kind of like Shrek 3 did. Um, so I think maybe they're not that proud of it. I'm not looking forward to it. No. Uh, well, I mean, are you going to see it? Oh. No. Yeah, I'm going to see it. I might miss it. Laura, Laura, Laura really wants to see it, so I'm going to see it. She um, really wants to see it. Rufus, I don't know what to do with you. The Hank and Cheese, when they come on the show, they just sit and snore, and it works. Rufus, you're uppity. We can't have you on Geekscape. All right? You will never be Hank and Cheese. I didn't mean it. Oh, man. I didn't mean he it. He was just kind of staring at him. Now he's upset. You guys could have seen I didn't. He was just kind of staring at him, taking it in. Like, I didn't mean like, it. You're right, but, but listen, if you truly want to be on Geekscape, you got to just sit here and snore. It's not playtime. This is geek time. Up there, that's their time. Down here, this is our time. Is Rufus geek a true time. geek? Rufus, I don't know, man. I don't think so. I think, I think, I think he's basically the jock that... Plays with other dogs. Hank and Cheese are, are geeks because they're just like I'm snoring, I'm sleeping, uh, I'm sleeping till noon, you know. Which all of you do, uh, you know. If I can, I, I will do it. Um, Joker pick. What is? Joker you know pick works. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm very excited for the Dark Knight. I think it looks amazing. Uh, someone posted on our forums on geekscapenet slash forums a picture of that of the newest Joker pick from Empire Magazine or whatever, right next to uh, right next to a picture of I think it's Dave. McKeon? The guy who drew uh, Arkham Asylum? Oh yeah, Dave McKean, yeah. It just look it looks exactly fucking like I'm I'm into this fucking crazy Heath ass Ledger Joker. as Joker what thing. What kind of Joker do you want though? What do kind of Joker want, do I want? Do you want like the nineties cartoony, like silly Joker laughing uh, all the time? Do you you want, like Batman. I love Batman. I'm interested in the thing that you guys have to say. I, I, my my Batman is like you know like like when I think of like like you know like as a director you do this you're like what comic book properties would I want to do? Batman's really not on the list. Batman is a cool property, but it's like it's something that I would rather somebody else do. And uh, you're going away. Uh, it's it, 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 it's something that I'd like. You know what? You tell me what the Joker should be, and I think I trust Christopher Nolan telling me what the Joker should be. I like. I always thought my favorite. I think the thing I always like about Batman is. Uh, Rufus. Come here. I mean, you're driving me nuts. I know. Batman, Batman is is the, my frustration or everyone's frustration at how the normal rules of law don't always apply or work to everybody. And you get really angry about things. Mm-hmm. And 
I liked, and, and that's the id. You know, your id takes over when you can't do something within the normal confines of, of society. So you take things into your own hands, whether it be vengeance or, you know, anything of that, of that nature. So I like, I like the world of Batman. It's very dark and very serious. And and I, although I like the Tim Burton, I I liked his his um, his way of doing it. But I like Christopher Nolan's. I just wish it went further. Yeah, um, like that's why the Joker's kind of look, looks so cool. I could see myself doing a Punisher movie with those kind of themes, but not necessarily, you know, a Batman movie. But Batman is so not only is he twisted in that he's he wants to take vengeance for this, his parents' murder, but he is so screwed up on the inside that it's hard for him to differentiate between what is really right and what is wrong. Right. This, this might be insensitive, but I mean, the dog if, you read, if you read enough Batman, after a while, it's just kind of like. Your parents died. Get more, get look at what you're making VJ do. Get Grab the it. dog, buddy. I, I was trying. He's on the other side. He's talking. Gilmore's done a lot of talking off camera today, I and mean, I apologize for that. I know that you guys can't necessarily even hear him, but uh, it's good with the level mics, not he's with the talking mic off camera. I turned it down. Well, well, I mean, the same can be said for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think, uh, I, I, you know, Christopher Nolan, I, we're into it. Show us what the Batman movie should be. I'm with you, buddy. Um, you know, I'll make my Punisher. I don't even want to make a Punisher movie. You know what? What comic book movie would you make? Daredevil. Oh, straight up. They already screwed that one up. Yeah, they already screwed it up. But you got to fix it. Ten you know years. I mean? You get ten years, you can make it again. What do you got? And Fantastic Four would be cool too. Which one? Like Fantastic Four and like an incredible style. That would have be been cool. The Hulk would have been cool, but they're remaking it, right? I think the Hulk might actually be cool. The, the yeah, one that Ang Lee did? No, the new one. The new one. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That one might be cool. Yeah. In terms of comics, God, I always wanted to do The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight was the one I always wanted to do. Yeah, but you wanted to do The Dark Knight Returns. Yes, You the wanted comic. to do like, Clint Eastwood as well, Bruce Wayne. Well, yeah. like, who would you cast as like, old-ass I don't know. Wayne? You can't do Lou Ferrigno because he's, he's retarded. He's kind of retarded. Mickey um, Rourke. <laughs> I don't know. That's a problem. It's, it's, really, it's very like, difficult to cast. Who would be your elder You'd have to, you'd like have to do Bruce some Wayne. serious casting. I'm not even sure. Not even, I don't even, but what I like about it is that you've got... Superheroes are banned. Jack Palance died. I know. I know. Well, Jack, it could have been Jack Palance 20 years ago. Yeah. That would have been so good. That's what that I'm saying. That would have been awesome. Um, you don't want to use the, the X3 de-aging aging thing. Um, Ugh. Yeah, who's like a fucking brick house that you could cast? That's old? Because in, 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 uh, in all honesty, like, like Bruce Wayne, Dark Knight Returns, like shit brick house, yeah. Bruce Wayne... Is like an extreme fighter. You just have to do. You just have to cast. You'd have to spend. You'd have to find maybe a nobody to do it. Maybe mm-hmm. someone who's not well known to right. do it because he's he's such a. It's such a, a very difficult role to cast. And who plays the the female Robin? <laughs> you know the little female Robin. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Lindsay Lohan. She, Lindsay maybe. Lohan? Maybe God. Who you think Lindsay Lohan, Lohan is the little female Robin? She just shows up with a martini every yeah. few minutes. Maybe Dakota I'll take. Let me get my. Let me get my Land Rover. I'll take him out. Dakota Fanning. Once she starts getting on Gilmore's radar, somewhere around twelve, thirteen. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's comic books. Uh, let's take away into comic books. There, there's a lot of stuff out right now. Um, I've been reading fables. Finally, a year after I told you guys to read fables, I started actually reading fables. And it's pretty cool. Uh, did I suggest this to you? The uh, one? No, no, no. It's sort of like Enchanted. It's the uh, all the you know, fable Enchanted characters like uh, like um, uh, who's in this? Snow White, Jack, Big Back Jack Wolf, and Jack and the Beanstalk. 
they live in our world because their world's been taken over by monsters. <laughs> that and sounds really cool. One day they, they vow to take it back, but in the meantime, they're stuck living and looking like us among us. And uh, they can still use magic and things here and there, but um, it's it, it's actually a pretty good book. Bill Winningham in his writing does a couple of things where, he'll, like in TV, where he'll truncate scenes that you wish that were in there, and he'll say it like in a line. Oh, he decided to do this. Like a, like he'll build it to, towards like a big problem. And they'll just kind of fall in its face. Yeah, Galactica does it too. Like when you see like a giant fucking battle scene's gonna happen, they're like they're lost, they're fighters. Next episode. They won. Well, that battle went well. <laughs> and you're just like, what the hell? Why did you do that to me? You know what I'm talking about? I think they're launching their fighters. Cut to next episode. What happened? Uh, it's pretty frustrating. Um, but in comics, it's a little less frustrating because it's really good writing. Uh, and we all love Galactica, so only bad television. When they do that, you just get fucking angry. Um, Fables is good. I'm starting to read that. But really, I wanted to tell you about... You know, like a couple episodes ago, I was telling you guys about Mosiah Complex, the big X-Men crossover that they have going on right now. Um, issue 5, or Chapter 5, just came out. It's, it's, it's in X-Men. Uh, it's been going on between X-Men, Uncanny X-Men, the new X-Men, and X-Factor. So they got four books taking part of this thing. And uh, basically there's like a... There hasn't been any new, new mutants born since M-Day, uh, which is House of M, you know... And uh, hey, my store calls it House of ATM. Yeah, House of ATM. Finally, there's a new mutant born. The Reavers and the Puritans. The Puritans are like anti mutants. The Reavers are like Mr. Sinister's team. They're all trying to get this kid. The X Men show up late, and slowly they start sending teams out. And they're really writing Cyclops like a fucking team leader. Finally, nice. they're writing Cyclops so well. He's a badass. He's not this little, you know, puss job like he is a lot. He whines about Jean Grey being dead. I only have one eye. He's he's kicking ass, uh, and he's you know, and he's sitting back at the mansion. And there's different teams out, like the team with uh, Storm and, and Wolverine and, I, and Iceman, or no, Iceman's in the mansion. There's a team out with them and Angel and Nightcrawler, and then there's the New Mutants, which are like the young people, you know, the the students. They go out to try and find like the Puritans and find out if they have it. They get ambushed by the Morlocks. And basically, in this issue, this is... Uh, Wait, Morlocks? H.G. Wells' Morlocks? Yeah. No, the Morlocks are Mr. Sinister's team of, of uh, mutants, and they're all, you know, under his idea of, you know, the, how the mutant race should, should proliferate. And the Puritans are like, we're just going to kill all the fucking mutants, you know? And who has this child who's the first mutant born in a long time? And when the X-Men get there, they literally get picked apart by both teams in this issue. There's a scene where, um, there's a scene in this book, and it's written by, it's drawn by Chris uh, Bachalo, who I never think is like a very cool artist. I think that his, some of his stuff is overdrawn, and I can't tell what's going on. Mike Carey's the writer. And this book is actually paced really well, because Lady Deathstrike kicks the shit out of the New Mutant kids. And they barely get a chance to teleport out of there. And they're totally messed up. Um, Emma's back at the mansion. She's protecting Wolverine's team. Using a second power set. Mr. Sinister can't take them over. And when the little kids get teleported out of there, they're so messed up and in so much pain that it causes Emma shock. And she loses touch with the Wolverine team. And that's when they start getting their asses picked apart. Uh, There's this one mutant that can take away your mutant powers. So they, they, they run in and uh, 
they go, hey, we'll rain catch, and they chunk um, one of the shapeshifters to look like um, Angel. And Wolverine catches him, and then he starts reverting back into his bad guy shape, and he realizes he's been duped. He looks up, and they're like, yeah, that's our power sucker. And they shoot him <laughs> without, his he- without his healing uh, power. He totally gets fucking nuked, and he's sitting there, and he, he knows he's going to die. And they're like, okay, you can either go the fast way, or the, you can get adamantium poisoning now that you're susceptible to it. And like, uh, Oh, Wolverine would take the hard way out all the time. Well... He's about to die because he's getting surrounded. Nightcrawler, like, jumps in, grabs him, gets shot, <laughs> and then jumps out. And the issue ends with the whole team decimated. Aurora, like, holding people off while they can get away. Cyclo- uh, Colossus is getting beat on. And uh, Nightcrawler and Wolverine teleporting, like, uh, into the snow, like, in the middle of nowhere. Nightcrawler is bleeding to death. And Wolverine's healing power is whatever, you know? And, like, the whole team's decimated, and now the Sentinels have gotten taken over, and they're attacking the expansion where Cyclops and Emma are. I love it. Everything it's, it's at its just, worst. You know, and that, that was, those were the good, like, those were the good crossovers. Uh, Follow the Mutants. Um, like, when I got it, like, one of the first crossovers that I got into was Follow the Mutants back in, like, the late 80s, early 90s. And the... The the uh, new mutants were part of it. All the young teams were part of it. It was every X book, and things actually happened. It wasn't like they weren't creating stories to create stories that you had to buy like ancillary issues. Every issue of this has tied in, which I was really like hesitant to pick this up. I was like, dude, this is just gonna be filler, like Planet Hulk, like World War Hulk. It's just gonna be filler where you get these ancillary titles. And they talk about some ancillary character that's never going to tie into the main book, main even, story. But it all tied in? This, this has been tight. This has been really tight. And, if, and it's been important to get every single issue. And luckily, Marvel has designed the covers with this black band so you know exactly the critical issues. Hopefully, it'll all come together in one big trade because the story is tight as hell. Finally got around to reading The Last World War Hulk. Yeah. What did you think I, of that Last I, World War I Hulk? Bought it, I bought it along with The, the Incredible Hulk. I read the World War Hulk uh, first, the last issue, yeah. and I'm like, I don't even care what happened. No, the Sentry beats the shit out of the Hulk, and Bruce Banner is like, aha. And then, and then they do, and then they shoot him with something so that both of their powers go away, and then they both kind of, you know, shrink down to you know their regular selves, and then they hug. And, <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, but fair feeling. It's like fuck yeah, thank you for that. Grand World War Hulk ending. was pretty much an overblown. It was really shit. Nothing. Like, um, it, it, at first, it had such great steam. At first, it was just a bunch of fights. It's like yeah, this is what we want to see. We want to see a Michael Bay crossover. It's like, this is awesome. But then it ended up being a Michael Bay crossover. Well, yeah, no yeah, sub, no real disappointed. I gotta tell you though, I read another deal. It was the miniseries for Submariner. I actually read the Submariner miniseries, and huge stuff happened in it. I don't know who wrote it, but uh, it had some okay art, and it's uh, basically Shield and and Atlantis are in a. They're sleeper agents in the U.S. from Atlantis after Civil War, and um, Shield is being like, "Okay, where's all your sleeper agents? They're threatening Atlantis." Namor kind of sneaks out the back door, go, comes to like Seattle and, and the X Mansion, trying to help, gather help finding these sleeper agents and purging them from the U.S. He ends up finally getting them, realizing that his son was the the leader of them. 
drags his ass down to Atlantis and uh, and says, listen, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s not going to let up. We can either fight a war with the surface world or we can do something else. And they're all like, okay, let's kill him. We take, we, we're three-fourths of the, of the planet. Let's kill him. And he's like, okay, well, when will it end? So they end up abandoning Atlantis completely. Um, and uh, it's like a major shift. And now every Atlantean is living among us as sleeper cells. The entire... Like so, like the entire population of Atlantis, all of the Atlanteans and all that are now living among. And they're all, they're going to strike at some point. Yeah, it's are a, they it's handsome a people? Huge setup. Jesus, Wait, a, so that, that's is, huge. Is that's this major. The same time as the fucking is this just that? Is it it's after World War Hulk. Is it self-contained or does it does it take place in the actual Marvel universe? It takes place in the actual Marvel universe. The universe. So really? that's really big. In that now in the Marvel universe, they're like you know how there's a scroll invasion right now. Scrolls. No, now, we've got, now we've got Atlanteans, we've got Strolls. Hey, all I'm saying is don't trust anyone. That's all I'm saying. We can't trust anybody. If any, especially people from Atlanta. All, well, all I know Atlantis. is... Atlantis. Uh, yeah, all I know is, is if I walk out on the street and someone looks at me wrong, I'm going to stick them in the fucking stomach with a pig sticker. Just <laughs> fucking... <laughs> How's that work treating you? He's like, oh, I'm not an Atlantean. I was just homeless. <laughs> I wanted food and he just dies. And I, I was go, hungry. I go, what oh, have God. I done? He's not reverting to a scroll. I'm just gonna go on a killing spree. Sort him out later. You could that eat is, them. It's huge. That is some shit hitting the fan. It hits the fan and it hits in the fan in like this mini series that I'm so glad I bought and it was kind of like why. Am I, I feel like I need to read more comics now. You know what? A Damn lot it. of my guests go on and read more comics. A lot of our listeners are like, "Thank you for getting us into comics." Yeah. Well, I stopped we reading comics when I was like twelve. Kind of the problem. I've only read some major. We have some. Novels. We have some suggestions for you. The, the the Geekscape boards are always good. The new website that's coming up is always good. Uh, I feel like I keep talking about this website without even like throwing anything out for the listeners. I'm just gonna put like a frame, like the front page of the website up. Are you right now so that people? What's know the domain that I'm name address? Full of shit. Well, no, well it's no. it's gonna be at geekscape.net, but right. but there's it's a blog spot right now so here's the actual website we're talking about we have been building it you guys hear me talking about it it, it, it exists it looks douches it exists do you guys see now why i keep saying that i would blow jared yeah jared's a great coder um but he's only one man and we're moving can we hold you to that no when he's done will you blow jared I feel like I just asked this question. Jared's like, do I get any part of this? Like, <laughs> no, don't say it. You threw it out there. Whoever wins, Jared's the real loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I suck. He's at like, I don't sucking. want a man sucking me down. Um, so it's not gay if you close your eyes. <laughs> so video games. Uh, <laughs> Gilmore got a 360. That's very exciting. Oh my god. He stayed god, up till 3:30 last night playing it. I was playing Dead Rising and I was starting to. Play oh, Dead Rising's awesome. I was starting to play Halo 3. There, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. there are a lot of people on our boards that say Dead Rising sucks. I couldn't get into the demo, but it's because it lacked a tutorial, which I think I really Dead Rising's needed. awesome because you can pick anything up and use it as a weapon. Yeah. And you're into it. It's so fucking fun. I think I can get it. Fun. I, I have a bunch of... Uh, the reason people don't like it is because of the save feature. And that's the same t- uh, type of person. It's just like, Guitar Hero's too hard. It's just it, like, fuck you. Put yourself into the game. Like, I, I, I like video yeah, games... Yeah, dedicate yourself to it. I like <laughs> video games that I can actually... Like, I can feel myself in them. You know, like, you can really get into the story and then you're like, okay, I have a reason to keep playing for his fucking... Well, as long as the atmosphere is right. And, and the atmosphere is right. right. Old school NES, you couldn't save anywhere. If you sat down, you were going to be in. Like four hours from now trying to beat that shit. Exactly. If the power went out, you might just kill yourself. Yeah, it wasn't... If you die in the second level of Battletoads... 
you go back for four hours. If, if you make it to the one. second level of Battle of Toads, you ain't gonna make it to the exactly. second. The only way I beat that was emulator, yeah. emulator, and that was saving every two frames. I was like, he got three pixels to further to the right. Save. Remember Battle Toads <laughs> when you would um, you, you would get this ship? All of a sudden, you'd have a ship and you'd be floating up and down. Yeah, it was like a boogie board. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a little boogie board ship. Somewhere along that, that shit is way too long. That level is where I would. Open. There are a lot of hard stuff. That's where I would. Eat. I only beat it with an emulator, and when I beat it, I was like, "Man, that's all. my life is fulfilled." The, the end. Thank you. That's all <laughs> yeah, it said. That's so shitty. Um. But, then, but Dead Rising is really, really good. It's one of the best games out. It's basically what I always wanted Resident Evil to be. Except it's not. I hear that. Because it's because it, it's not like move here, turn turn eighty degrees. Shoot. Yeah, Resident yeah. Evil. Shoot. I could never get into like, the the sit and aim. I could never get into the pivot exactly. controls. The only yeah. thing that I want though yeah, is take out your gun, press the button to point. Although the, the Wii, shoot. like you like the Wii Zapper, I'm starting to really warm to the Wii Zapper. But you've been playing. What have you been playing with the Wii Zapper, VJ? You've been. What are the games that are available that you can play Resident with it? Evil, Resident Evil. Ghost Squad. Which Ghost Squad. Like Sega, oh, uh huh. The Link game, sure. Metal of Honor 2. Metal of Honor 2. But Resident Evil, are you, are you using the, the, the thumbstick? The thumbstick, to you can like look around, but it's basically a ray all type of thing. Just On Resident around. Evil? Yeah. Is it but fun? you can look around the room, basically, left and right. Is it a fun game? It's pretty fun. I haven't played that much. I want to yeah. play that. But it doesn't have as much shooting as I, I So one of the coolest parts is that it's just, it is survival horror. You have to survive. You know, that's the genre. It's not like Halo 3, which I've discovered, saves your shit automatically every 20 seconds. Yeah, um, Halo 3 saves it every 20 seconds. It's like, not literally, but you know, just way What's the danger better. in dying there? I don't know. None. Maybe getting bored. I gotta tell you, I've been playing the orange box a lot, yeah. uh, and um, I started playing Half Life Two. You gotta have to borrow Half-Life this shit, man. Half Life is great. This is like you're part of like an underground, and you're you're getting people out of the city, which has totally been taken over by like a totalitarian government, a totalitarian government, and uh, and it's you can pick up a bunch of stuff in your environment. It's first person. The story is awesome. And there's no cutscenes, so everything is told through first person, people talking to you, people shooting at you, getting into these different dugouts with people saying, listen, they've taken this part of the city, you're going to have to get out through here, and you go out, you're always experiencing this game. But is it... You're always playing this game. Yeah, is it... That's the premise. But is it, but is the world, is the world, uh, is it still have the parallel dimensions that have come in, and there's all these crazy monsters? Yeah, there's some some monsters, some of them are working with you, um, So it's much more Everything's in, like, rubble and shit like that. It's, it's really a sweet-ass game. I played it all morning, and, uh... Yeah, and, and it has like adventure elements where you got to use different uh, diff- different things for different purposes. You know, it's uh, but it is kind of along a line. You know what I mean? You, yeah. there, it's not an open environment. You got to really follow. There's only one door to go through, and you kind of follow through this story. But it's kind of like going through a theme park or a uh, haunted house too, because as soon as you get into a room, something explodes and this thing falls and crashes, and you got to react. Um, I'm. This is my first experience playing a Half-Life game, and I was totally into it. I tried to play the first Half-Life a uh, really long time ago with uh, with a girlfriend. That's called we, Get a Life. Yeah, we 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 got <laughs> we got to the point where it's just where it's just like you know what you like video games. Where it's I'm like, gonna try playing a video game. You have with nothing you. to talk it's like, about. Oh, it's like it's like we okay. have common ground. 
no, I mean, does, don't you ever get Laura? You know, like, you try to get Laura some comics. It's just like, here, read some comics. See part of what I like. Yeah, I guess. It's yeah. like, you know, share some comic grant. Honey, why is the comic book in the in the dog's bedpan? Yeah, yeah she, she gets rid of the... And she was trying to, um, and she was, you know, a solidarity thing. We started playing Half-Life, but she was kind of a girl about comic books. No offense to girl gamers, because I know there's a lot out there, and it's a huge movement. You can blah, offend blah. them. But it's a huge movement. I'll brush it aside. Whatever. But, like, um... But she was, uh, but she was very much like a girl. It's like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. It's just like, open the door, open the door and shoot. I don't get it's it. Like, I can't get past this level. Why are you so stupid? Why are you retarded? God, I hate you. She's trying to play, and her nose starts bleeding, and she just falls <laughs> over. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Don't enough, bleed on my couch. We do it on time, Beach. Ten minutes. Yeah. Fittingly enough, that's the one who ended up being a lesbian. Uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Moving out of what? We're, we're so talking that's video your superpower. Games. Dead, uh, Dead, Dead Rising seriously is absolutely... I like how we've talked about several games and he goes back to the one we started with. He brings just, it back home. He I brings it back home. I just, can't, I just can't say so many people are like shitting on it because yeah. it's a safe feature. But you can pick up food every now and then. Um, you mm. pick up like a gallon of milk. Yeah, and, and it, it makes it more challenging. It makes it more challenging. It fills up your entire life. I, you yeah. get this gun it's all about fight. the katana. You get in this gun. Have you played this? You get in this gunfight with this fucking Hispanic guy, and he's like, "Hello." That's every Hispanic guy. And, and he has this like clear. Don't white ruin it for me though, because like, you've convinced me to get it. Don't and, don't ruin uh, it. I'm gonna get. Watch out for the watch out for the prisoners though. You get in this gun and gunfight, and then you you get shot a bunch of times. You shoot this guy a bunch of times. He doesn't die, and then you fucking. It's like, oh shit, I'm shot. I'm almost dead. You drink some milk. And you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, you get... That's how you cure yeah. but, but the best is you, you have the katana. <laughs> when you have the katana and you cut zombies in half. Literally, is that they're just... Cool? They're just they falling apart. It's awesome. I want, yeah, I might get that game. It, 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 uh, I want to get the Call of Duty 4. I want to get the Halo 3. I want, I want to have like more online experiences with you guys. Yeah. Maybe play a little Team Fortress. Oh, yeah, add me on Xbox Live. Yeah, yeah. I want to it, play with all you guys. It's uh, capital D, doc, uh, DR. It's just DR Brian Gilmore. Dr. Yeah. Dr. Brian Gilmore with a capital D, B, and G. Yeah. Uh, and of course, I'm geekscape.net with a capital G, D, and N. Uh, <laughs> I also, oh yeah, I got, I got these games that I wrote. The Raw Smackdown 08. Um, oh, those are out. You wrote these They're games? Out. Yeah, I did the script. You know what? They misspelled my name on the credits Jonathan. for this one. Did you, they did the Jonathan? They did the J-O-H-N. Uh, yeah. Okay. And, uh, I want to write a cool. game. Yeah, it was good. Let's turn Dragonfire into a game. I'm all for it. They, they, they contacted me about writing some uh, 09, too. Um, and we'll see if I can do that. So uh, what's, but what's the name of the game? It's Raw vs. Smackdown. This is so cool. 2008. And um, awesome. I haven't played the 360 one. Are there any lines you're proud of? You know what? I was playing this. It's the DS one. And it's... I can't play it, man. I'm really bad at it. <laughs> it it's like... you. These controls are so much different than a wrestling game you would expect. That you're either... You either get it or you don't. Because it's a lot of clicking, dragging, circling. Like... You just play it on the, the fucking Xbox. Well, the matches on the DS are different than walking left and right. It's a lockup system, so you get in lockups, and there's three choices. And almost like rock, paper, scissors, you choose one, and then you have to activate the command by dragging, circling, using the stylus. And um, they're, it it, they're, they're trying to make it. Uh, they're trying to change the way that you play these kind of games, and adding to it. And I can't do it, guys. I wrote a game that I can't even play the first... I can't beat the first match, and I wrote the damn game. I'm not qualified to so, play my own game. I think I'm really proud of some of the later dialogue. I'm just not good enough to get to it. <laughs> but but I, I did I did get a couple lines in, and I was like, 
Oh, I remember writing that like late one night. Like that's pretty cool. That's, that's really cool great. Line. I remember. I remember you writing that, and then you you write it on Excel, which is kind of weird. Yeah, they they gave me like the framework and what needed to happen in the scene, and I would write all the dialogue and be like, this this would be cool to get this across. Here's a here's a joke. Uh, that's what he does. He tears it up, and uh, Rufus is tearing something up in the other room. R- Rufus is taking over. Um, oh, Rufus what, what is he ripping up? He's ripping, he's ripping up the inside of this huge pillow. Oh yeah, that's There's fine. That's everywhere. fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I have to clean up the fuzz later. But uh, but yeah, the Ross Smackdown 08 games are in. I I'm I suck at them. I suck at them. So um, you know what I've discovered about video games now that I'm in the uh, now that I'm in the in the in the world of actual modern video games. Yeah. Um, Welcome to the next gen. I know, right? Yeah. I'm so late. What, what, what have you noticed? Uh, girls aren't important, right? Girls aren't important, one. And two, uh, women are... St- they objectify women in another place now. This chick in Dead Rising, like the, this one of the main chicks... You cannot oh, get oh, the office chick. Fucking smoking, yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. And I have a high IQ. And there's... Exactly. What, would you tap that? Boob, yes. Her boobs are huge. And she's a huge... No ass. hesitation. Because when you meet her, the camera pans from her ass... Slowly up to you, her you, face. the this elevator. Like, look, that's how I you check her out. I can't wait game. for your roommate to walk in and you're trying to stick your dick in the Xbox. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> I, that's what I, I can't wait for. Do you write stuff. Sony? You're like, dear Sony, could you put a vagina in my next game yeah. system? Be like, listen, can you have an add-on port with the? <laughs> please. They should do that for the Wii. I noticed. Like a fleshlight yeah, the Wii is all about the actual movement, man. There's the Wii and the Wii Adult version. It's like, yeah. A flashlight? What is that? You ever heard of a flashlight? No. A flashlight. It looks like a flashlight, which is why it's cute. It's um, and it looks like one of those just regular, like you know, Radio Shack, whatever plastic cheap ones that you get. But on the end of it, instead of a light, is uh, is a uh, I don't know what it's made out of. An it's orifice. Like a, it's like a rubber vagina. A vagina. Oh, and so you, what? Do you, and you, a vagina. You, you get the yeah. You get the flashlight version. It, don't like, touch me. Don't do, do this. How many do you have? And you do that. No, I've seen it. I've never known anyone who has who's bought a flashlight yet, but everyone knows the, about it. But I've gotten a couple for gifts. Yeah, I've never actually for, purchased that's one. What you'll get for Mom loves which next be tomorrow. As of the airing of this, uh, tomorrow is my birthday, and I will not want a flash a flashlight. Yeah, but you know, probably receive uh, a whole box yeah, of them. Because, fuck yeah, I'm gonna get a box of fake John's, pussies. John's always gotten. <laughs> Honey, look, I don't need you anymore. John's always gotten plenty of dates, and uh, one of uh, the girls that oh, he dated fuck at you. some point. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to feel like shit. I was, and it's awesome. I was trying to get through the episode without doing this. Danny, uh, who, who's let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. Let's hear it. So, uh, Tuesday, <laughs> I didn't tell you this, did I, VJ? Tuesday, I'm, yeah, tu- oh, I, shut the fuck up and I'll finish the story. Tuesday, I, uh, I'm checking my old Hotmail account to, you know, I check it like every month to make sure that people aren't still emailing on it. And, sure. and one of my neighbors, um, had emailed me a change of address and, uh, and I was like, okay. And, and, and I knew she had a boyfriend now and it was like, Hey, um, this is my new address. It was a mass email. We now live here. Me and Danny live here. And I was like, okay, cool, great. Uh, let me message her. I'll message her through Facebook and tell her, like, I have a new ad, like, email address. Like, don't use the Hotmail. It's Jonathan London. Use that one. Uh, so I sent her a message on Facebook. And the thing about this neighbor is, like, like back when I, before Laura, like, uh, I actually hooked up with this neighbor. And that is a lazy thing to do. If you're thinking about hooking up with your neighbor, 
it's not going to turn into a relationship. It will turn into like a one night thing. And where it's you, where really you just awkward. Make up. Yeah, and then every time you live there, from then on out. You're gonna end up having to like deal like with some spy versus spy every time you come home, hide behind a fucking bush or something. You know what I mean? Like, like it makes shit weird. Mm-hmm. You go down the laundry room and you're like, you stop thinking, oh, I hope it's not taken. You start thinking, oh shit, if she's down Could there, be it's her. fucking weird. So, we hooked up, and it was what it was. She's a sweet girl, but she's my neighbor. Can't play that game. And um, so I, I, you know, I sent her this message, my new email address, and I was like, yeah, I might as well check out some of her photos. So I click on like her main photo, and it's her at dinner with a bunch of friends, uh, and they're all out, a bunch of girls, and like Danny Bonaducci's like leaning into the picture. <laughs> and now in LA, you know this in LA, like yes. all your friends have like celebrity photos. Yeah. Like they have their photos Wait, of celebrities and shit he like was that. Just kind of like, just kind of like. Yeah. Well, he's like on the side. I'm like, you know, all our friends in LA end up with finding B-level celebrities at restaurants and stuff, D-level, and taking photos of them, putting them up on their Facebook MySpace. It happens. And I was like, oh, cool. cool. I'm going to click on her other photos. That's cool. That's her and Danny Bonaducci on Halloween with themed costumes. That's cool. That's her and Danny Bonaducci at a radio event. That's her and Danny Bonaducci. Oh, my God. Danny She's Bonaducci. Danny Bonaducci's girlfriend. That's the level you're on, motherfucker. No. That's, that's the level, level I left behind. <laughs> okay. I'll that's the that. level I left behind. That's so but, funny. but I'm like, holy shit. I hooked up with this chick who's now with Danny Bonaducci. I may be in like mortal so danger. Funny. Your penis is gonna fall off. So like, don't. Well, well, uh, well. No, he got. He's his way after. Yeah. Okay. Dude. All right. All right. My sloppy side. Okay. I just love it that the same and, woman that would find you attractive would find Danny. Dude, Bonaduce don't even fucking what does that even talk mean? to me it's like that. So good. Dude, dude, look, dude, don't. I don't want to badmouth <laughs> Mr. Bonaducci because I don't want somebody coming at me. He'll punch. He'll you come at you. He'll he would come at me. He won't even say anybody. He'll just be like, "Are you Jonathan London?" Hey, what? <laughs> I told my friend Joe uh, this. So I, I am him. I was like, dude, I'm freaking out, man. I'm freaking out. And he goes, is that the? He goes, is that the school teacher chick? And I go, yeah. And he goes, oh yeah. He talks about her on Adam Carolla every morning. I'm like, oh Jesus oh, yeah. Christ, please. So um, yeah, I'm waiting for like to be like walking, and all of a sudden somebody fucking jumps out of a tree and lands on my back and just starts beating the shit <laughs> like, out like of a me. monkey, like, biting me. Just it's like because 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 there, there's something kind of OJ about him. Like, like he's the kind of dude that would do well, something violent. He would do yeah, something violent. Yeah, you mean violent. like slit your throat from ear to ear? Like something violent? violent. Or like, just like, like un- instability. Yeah. Man, so like, and she messaged back and was like, oh, thanks for the email. I was like, dude, I don't know if, I don't know if opening up contact don't with you again, again. I don't know if opening up contact with her again was like, what if he ch- fucking checks the Facebook? He's like, Jonathan London, cool, done. He's like, fucking opens up his notebook of people to kill and like writes yeah, my name in it. In lipstick. I shouldn't have sent her a message. Now she's gonna. You gotta protect me, that Gilmore. Gilmore, you gotta protect me. I got your back. I know, yeah. You got my back. Some from like slitting your tires and then your eyes while you sleep. He's coming for me, man. It, it'll be my creepy versus his creepy. Well, I know. You're I my know creepy. where he hangs out. You're my we creepy. Can, we can do a preventative strike. You know where he hangs out? Yeah, he comes. He's right near my building all the time. Yeah. Oh, man. We can do preemptive strike. You know what? I think it's best just let, let shit go, man. If he starts shit with me, I'll open up. But don't don't you start shit with me, man. It was a long time ago, man. Long time ago, I didn't do nothing with her. We just, that's it. Danny Bonaduce is going to fucking kill you. You're done, dude. She wanted me to fill her boob. I wasn't going to fill her boob. Are we done now? You guys may be dead. Fuck. You may be walking dead, man. I feel like we'd get along, though. You feel like you'd get along? Good. That's great. Um, That is our episode. (laughs) I. I was really trying to get through really it. I'm just really happy that we got that story out because that's, that's hilarious. That's a good story. Because just the concept that the same girl that finds you attractive would find him attractive. Hey, for the record, 
A lot of girls find me attractive. <laughs> that one conversation I had to have yesterday. And scene. <laughs> Um, check us out Geekscape.net Geekscape.net Slash forums On MySpace We're MySpace.com Slash Geekscape.net And go on Facebook Search for us At Geekscape You'll join our club Please be our friend uh, We got merch In the merch store And thank you Phil Thanks It was a lot of fun It was great, it was great uh, Geeking out It's fun? I love it You'll I want to do it again I You will be again. back I have to do more comics And play more video games So that next time We have more common ground We all do We all do it's like it's like love mom play video games read comics. Now now that I have an Xbox, I feel myself. I'm not gonna live. I'm done living. It's not gonna be a loss. <laughs> <laughs>